I'm Jake. I'm Joe. What are we talking about? Shit, shit. <laughs> so when was that was that released yesterday as of this recording i think it was yesterday the birds of prey trailer was released what's the full title do you have that on you by chance it's, uh, uh, something ridiculous? yes it is birds of prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one harley quinn it rolls right off the tongue doesn't it oh yes what's it about joe <laughs> it's an explosion of color and giggling of ladies yeah. Hey, look at look. And you, McGregor. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. A little, little rotation. He does a little spin for us yeah. for the camera before uh, Harley does hers with her fringe coat thing um, as she makes a Joker reference. Which I mean, I guess this is really only meant to be like a teaser, so yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. gonna drop too much. But like, there's not a hint. It gives you, I guess, it gives you a hint of the style of the movie. Yeah. Which what alarms me. <laughs> is it reminds me quite a bit of Suicide Squad. I'm like, yeah. that's not the image you want to take. Uh, yeah. And I mean, not that that image would be bad, but the fact in the DC universe, the image that we can relate that to was not a good one. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fine to a certain extent if they're trying to keep a, a an aesthetic continuity. continuity. Um, I don't mind. I didn't mind the look of a lot of the things it was just the writing wasn't good <laughs> the pacing and the plot structure the was editing. kind of it was the first Most two the acts were all built up and then the third act was like and we got to get to the end so it was just it was kind of yeah i mean you've got for the cast margot robbie obviously is yeah harley quinn uh mary elizabeth winstead as uh huntress yep um Ella J. Bosco as Cassandra Kane. I know who that is. Rosie Perez, yeah, which makes as, me happy. Montoya, Montoya. Renee Montoya. Uh, Chris Messina as Victor Zaz. I did uh, not know oh, yes. uh, Victor Zaz. Who, yeah. Let me see the actor real quick. You got a picture of him? Uh, yeah, I can pull him up. This will be the th- Don Cushman. third interpretation of Victor Zaz. Third? Yep. Uh, on screen? Mm-hmm. Uh, First was? Uh, I'm off. I, I, I don't remember him. Batman Begins. What? He was in Batman Begins. Oh. Uh, what, what is he in Batman Begins? In the That's... courtroom scene, he was the one that being Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Fair enough. And then he was also in uh, Gotham. I haven't watched Gotham, so. Yeah, he's actually, uh, he be, he's a fairly uh, regular character. And it's funny because he's played by the same actor who played... Uh, the fog or the mist or whatever in the flash, like the first season or second mm-hmm. season of the flash. Um, he played by that same actor. And then, uh, finally we've got, uh, Ewan McGregor as right. Roman Sionis slash black mask, which I'm into that. I mean, I wouldn't have went Ewan McGregor for that role necessarily, but not off the top of my head. I no. mean, I like Ewan McGregor, so I'll take him and, anything really. i'm interested to see what he'll do because yeah. it, traditionally you mcgregor plays a nice guy i mean in most stuff i mean you, and i'm yeah generally I speaking mean, so yeah he wouldn't he wouldn't be the first guy i can't even think of who i'd pick for for black mask you know like first guy that came to my mind was guy Ritchie. 
Am I thinking that? No, that's not good. Uh, Guy Pierce. There Guy Pierce. Go. Sorry. <laughs> I was like, I was like that's not right. Um, <laughs> first person came to my mind was Guy Pierce for some reason. I don't think he he's got kind of a the guy who played Adrian or uh, Aldrin 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 Killian. Killian yeah yeah Aldridge Killian um he uh, I yeah. guess he was Aldridge Killian wasn't he um, yeah he's got kind of a sinister I, I don't know that him. was my first uh, first thing that popped in my mind was <laughs> Guy Pierce well, also you know, apparently Guy Ritchie but, I but it could Guy also Pierce. it could also work because Hugh McGregor has sort of like an unassuming nice guy but he can uh, but. That can also lend to a sinister tone. I mean, he's always a win for me. Anytime he's in a movie, I'll watch it. Who else? Mary Elizabeth Winstead's in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really only know her from... Come on. You can do it. Scott Pilgrim, <coughs> which she is pretty awesome in. Um, was she in Push? No, that wasn't her. She's in Death Proof, Final Destination 3. Was she in Death Proof? She was in Death Proof. Um... I don't, Final Destination Three. Come on, that's not a real role. She's uh, she's in the Gemini Man. Also, uh, I kind of want to see that. Speaking of Will Smith, kind of want to see that. Only kind of. Only kind of. She's in Ten Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, I said that already. I didn't listen. I wasn't listening. Understandably. <laughs> <laughs> you don't that's listen a good to, movie. You don't listen to me any more than these. This audience will. Damn, dude needs a glass of water over here. You want some water? I might, man. My throat's a little, you little get scratchy. You, you get you a little water? Yeah. All right. I totally won't use this time while you're away in any negative or unforeseen Nefarious. Fashion, nefarious fashions. Talk, talk to the audience. Just cut it out anyway. So this Jake motherfucker <laughs> right now... <laughs> This is only for Jake for him to cut this out. Jake, 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 Jake. Jake, 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 Jake. Jiffy, 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 Bob, Bob, Bob. Like that, didn't you? I'm all out of love. I'm so lost without you. It's a me party. I could, like, vaguely hear you. One is the loneliest number that you know. I was leaving you some fun quips for you to cut out. It's <laughs> breathing heavily into the microphone. It's gonna be in the <laughs> eventually the Patreon YouTube. I was saying, I was like doing it. And I'm like, he's gonna leave this in just to spite me. <laughs> uh. Not even for the Patreon YouTube. This is gonna be for everybody. <laughs> I was all in there. Jake, 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 Jiffy, 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 Pop, Pop, Pop. Doing all kinds of silly shit. All right. So yeah, she was in uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane. I brought yeah. that up for the first time. I enjoyed now. Ten Cloverfield. I did Lane. actually. It's a really good movie. It uh, made me go back and watch Cloverfield, which I hadn't ever watched. And yeah, I never was, watched that. And I was like, I should have just watched Ten Cloverfield Lane and kept it as a. You single didn't thing. like Cloverfield? I didn't care for it. Man, what's wrong with you? So uh, I don't know if you guys heard this, but um, Robert Pattinson's going to play Batman. I'm actually pretty stoked about it, honestly. Can we put him in a black sparkly suit? I hope that would be awesome. Just, I, just to make people pissed. That would. That I keep hoping that a, a major corporation is just going to spend their money in a spiteful way towards the fans. 
just to do something stupid. Not not to even try to do something earnestly that people will like and like a just fucking hate it. sixty million dollar movie. Yes, yeah, just as a fuck you. Just, like I kept joking with I joked with you uh, on this podcast. Go listen to the old stuff um, about how the last episodes of Game of Thrones just needed to be like. Uh, George R. R. Martin burning the scripts to the next <laughs> two books, and then it just end credits, <laughs> and both of them get shot, and, and then there uh, you go. I was like, yeah, "Come on, have the nuts. Let's do let's this." Do it. Um, but yeah, I, I just want a big. I don't get like people focus so heavily on like he was Edward and yeah, Like he, he was, was also Cedric Diggory. He was another thing. Don't worry. As um, have most. Of- Actors been the um Ben just, Affleck was bomb phantoms you he was <laughs> he was the bomb of phantoms it was funny I was watching an interview with him and he was talking about he was with Chris Nolan when he found out that he was going to be playing that's what yeah <laughs> is that something you that's what, yeah that's one of the quotes because he had, there's like a whole mess of like quotes from him mm-hmm. uh, to Variety yeah um. And so he had. I, uh, I listened to an interview where he was talking about um, the lighthouse that he's currently on. Which I saw a trailer for that. That it looks interesting. Looks cool, yeah. yeah. Did, did the trailer look like you would like it? Yeah. <laughs> it looked interesting. His accent sounds really good, but little I saw of it, like it, yeah. it, it sounds really good. Makes me a lot less worried about him doing a. Gotham accent? Yeah, a Gotham accent. <laughs> Which I suppose would be. New York accent. Chicago, probably more likely. Yeah, I mean, we always... I, I think... Um, Metropolis is more New York. Well, they say that. Yeah, you mean the creators? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but it's... I think they have the authority. It Well, it was, it was argued about because... I, I've seen a couple of things more recently, like, talk about, like, initially... It was supposed to be kind of a hybrid, like Gotham was supposed to be kind of a hybrid of New York and, and Chicago. Mm-hmm. It wanted some of the architectural distinctions of like Chicago and Detroit, but wanted it that grimy metropolis also of like New York was also. So, I mean, it's a good... You couldn't find enough grime in Chicago where, Yeah, Detroit. apparently not. Where also like metropolis is kind of a New York setup, but it's also kind of like uh, maybe a San Francisco or like a, it's got, it's, it's very clean comparatively. It's a clean New York. It's not a grimy, uh, metropolis in that way so much. So I don't know. I like the, they wanted, so it's, it's kind of like three cities, right? Right. It's closer to Chicago. <laughs> All right. Gotham is traditionally depicted as being located in the state of New Jersey. Over the year, Gotham's look and atmosphere has been influenced by cities such as New York City and Chicago. Locations used as inspiration of filming locations in Gotham City in live-action Batman films and televisions have included Chicago, Detroit, Pittsburgh, Los Angeles, New Jersey, New York City. Go fuck yourself. Well, closer to Chicago, though. <laughs> uh, in your personal opinion. But like I said, it's technically, I guess, within the uh, DC universe located in New Jersey. It's also not real, so... Yeah, but... So, if you want to go with your your DC info, it's supposed to be in New Jersey. Okay. Neither of us are right. (laughs) That's what I like. If I can't win, let's just... I'll take us both out in a kamikaze blast. 
Um, but I legitimately don't remember what we were talking about. Oh, Robert, <laughs> Robert Pattinson. I have the, like, the notes in front of me, too. I'm <laughs> sitting there holding the paper. What am I supposed to be doing? What, what are doing? we talking about? What did I write down? What What are things? Uh, so, yeah, back in February, the rumor started circulating that Robert Bat- Battenson. That was actually a slip of the tongue. That was not <laughs> supposed Spirit to be reasons. funny. Uh, was a possible... It wasn't. Uh, oh. Huh? You said it wasn't supposed to be funny. I said it wasn't. Oh, and then it worked out. Was a possible lead contender for the role of Batman in Matt Reeves' The Batman before it being confirmed in May. Pattinson tells Variety, When that thing leaked, I was fucking furious. Everyone was so upset. Everyone was panicking from my team. I sort of thought that it had blown up the whole thing. Uh, I could see that because they're trying to be super secretive on, you know, hey, yo. Don't tell nobody yet. Um, the bat is a mystery. But after finding out that uh, Reeves' take on the Batman would focus on the younger Bruce Wayne, Pattinson uh, immediately tried to get a meeting with the director. Uh, he said, I'd had Batman in my mind for a while. It's such an absurd thing to say. I sort of had an idea to do it, and I'd been prodding Matt. He didn't accept any prods. I kept asking to meet him. And then once uh, Reeves finished the early draft, he allowed, uh, he gave in. And allowed Pattinson to read for the role. Uh, he said, and then I had to kind of try to... I'm not going to read all these fucking things. He's excited to do the movie. <laughs> this yeah. is so tedious. But... <laughs> not reading it. It's so irritating. I hate doing that shit. I, I, I had the idea to do it. <laughs> Who told you to write things down? Um... Nobody. I had the idea. <laughs> I didn't say anybody did. I was like, yeah, he said, I better write down what he said. And then as I'm reading, I'm like, I'm not reading this verbatim. Like, here, you guys can't read. He seems excited for the role, legitimately. Yeah, I, I read something where he talked about he first put on the suit. And he's like, it's very interesting to have, like, six people squeeze you into a suit. Yeah. He's like, but then you feel powerful, even though you just got helped into the suit by six people. Yeah. And he said, yeah, he said, you feel powerful. He said, even though somebody just had to squeeze my butt cheeks into the legs. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it was, he seems, I mean, he seems, he like, he has kind of an approach for it, saying, he says something akin to, like, uh, uh, I had it written down so somewhere. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wherever that paper just got tossed. <laughs> he, uh. He said he's trying to find a new way to present the character, but mm-hmm. not scare people off, mm-hmm. which is the I think the appropriate. Well, he he said something along the lines of that. Um, Matt Reeves and that group had a new vision of it in a way that was something in the comics that hadn't been shown very much. Yeah, which I think you know is we, a detective is that detective setup, which again is what I I like eighty to see. years it took for Matt Reeves yeah. like hey you know what. You know what? The world's the greatest detective. Maybe we should do a detective story with this guy. Warner Brothers like, what? <laughs> Is there going to be punchy, kicky stuff? <laughs> I was going to say punchy, punchy, fighty, fighty. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, he's only ever that character, really, in the Justice League. In, like, when I've seen him do that, where it's just action kind of set up. And I'm even in there, robots. he is, like, the detective of the group. Yeah, he's the one that's, he's like... He's the one that figures the shit out. <laughs> He's coming around looking at clues. <laughs> and everybody else is punchy, punchy, kicky, kicky. Yeah. It's, um, Unless you need to dodge some Omega Beams, then yeah. he's the guy to call. Because he's, you know. 
That's uh, I was I was uh, I was actually, it was a, what was it? it was a what culture uh, list and they're talking about things everybody gets wrong about Batman mm. and they always bring up he always bring up he beat Superman I'm like no he didn't and he didn't he didn't beat Superman he lost to Superman in that fight he just took him he took on him toe to toe in the Dark Knight uh, I keep wanting to say right that's not right returns he didn't win the fight he lost it he didn't win it as he I I won't say he lost it he he didn't win. He didn't beat Man. Superman. I mean, it ends with him essentially faking his death, if I remember correctly. I think he has a heart attack. Well, I know, but then he, Superman comes to his grave and... And hears his heartbeat. He hears him, them down underneath it, like, working. Yeah. So he knows he, like, was essentially faking his death. That doesn't mean he won. I know, but... It, like, it, because the, the, it was part of his ploy, I think, to be the, unnoticed so he could continue doing the argument, work. The argument is always made that Batman can beat Superman in a fight. Mm-hmm. He cannot. I mean, he can take not a, in a a fight. A fight. That's what I said. A fight. I know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't. I don't know who's arguing that. Like a lot of people have that. Like Batman versus Superman, just you know, with their physical prowess that. Batman can win. There's a lot of people who who argue that and re- they use that ridiculous. They they misremember. You mean when the he story. when he shoots him with kryptonite and then has a mech suit? <laughs> that's what that's what everybody kind of beats on they, him. They misremember that story. They assume he beats him and he doesn't. Yeah, I mean, well, that's him. that's well, I feel like that's part of where the argument of like with the prep time and knowing his opponent, he can. With enough detective skills, knowing his opponent, he can use that. Theoretically, yes. With any amount of prep time, he could probably beat most people. Most people. Most people. Most people. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, which, I mean, as a... uh, a, I don't know. I always... Like, with Superman, there's some iterations where I feel like he's just this naive kind of dummy to some extent, but then other times they kind of talk about him like as being a super genius also where I'm like, I don't know. I don't follow Superman enough to know that I did. Like, I've never, I've never known him to be dumb. Well, maybe not dumb, but uh, just, naive. Like, I've never really known. Him. Guess, he like, uh, I guess, yeah, he tries to see the good thing, in, in people. Yeah, There's like the thing in like injustice where Batman's trying to get him to train on technique, uh, for fighting. And he's like, this is why Wonder Woman can beat your ass because you won't train. He's like, yeah, but I'm Superman. I'm really strong. Like, who's going to fuck with me? And he's but like, that's not canon. Wonder Woman. I know, but I'm saying they're using a version in which that's Superman. What is canon anymore, really? I mean, I'm, 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 to this point. All I'm going to do to anything you ever say is like, that's not canon. I'm going to use, I'm going to do it even in like real world situations. Like, like that's not canon. Like Marco Robbie's playing Harley Quinn. That's, that's not, not canon. canon. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's just, that's, that's, that's nonsense. This is a one off and it doesn't count as what the truth. Mark Hamill's the only Joker. <laughs> Everything else is a spinoff. It's a one shot. Cesar Romero is the real Joker. Let's not. He started it. He's no. You know why I don't like his Joker? The mustache. Yeah. 
Damn, I called it. It really bothers me yeah. so much. And not like because like not because like <laughs> Joker didn't have a mustache. I don't give a fuck about that. What I have a problem it's the painted over yeah. mustache. But it's also the problem I have is like he didn't have enough respect for the character to <laughs> shave the mustache. Suck a dick. It was it was a, a thought out interpretation. <laughs> so hey, aggravating. Uh, I would rather Jared Leto's Joker oh. over that. I don't know about that. That's mean. I don't know. <laughs> Joseph asked me the scariest <laughs> creature in all of uh, in fiction. I was like, Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, it's, I mean, fair enough. In the as the Joker. No, just Jared Leto. Jared Leto. I didn't specify. Pe- <laughs> I said Jared Leto. <laughs> he terrifies I say, me. I mean, Fight Club. He gets his, his face beaten up. He looks scary after He's that. He's kind of terrifying. All right, fair enough. Uh, what other is there any other news i mean uh by the way uh birds of prey is also expected to be the first in a trilogy of films focusing on harley Harley quinn second uh, based to be uh, or is supposed to be based on gotham city sirens i thought gotham wait i thought birds of gotham city sirens became birds of prey well apparently birds of prey is going to become gotham city sirens Within the DC, because they don't give a fuck about what's canon. No, I mean, like <laughs> when they were making the movie, initially talked about the movie. No, it says this is what it says: is Birds of Prey is expected to be the first in a trilogy of films focusing on Harley Quinn, with the second believed to be based on the Gotham City Sirens team. I mean, no, whatever. I guess we'll do it live. Well. Uh, I don't know. I'm. I'm. The more I hear about, like, we haven't heard a whole lot about the Batman. Uh, I get, I do get more excited. The Batman. Every time there's a little hint. I I just if can they put the poster and put goddamn in the middle of that? No. <sighs> Why? Cause that's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sully the Batman's name. You know what I would love to see them do. Uh, well, all right. Since we were talking about Harley Quinn and Batman, uh, the White Knight series. Mm-hmm. Wonderful representation of Harley Quinn, I think. I haven't read it yet. It's good. I have all the issues. I just like, like she's kind of the mastermind on everything, and it's pretty amazing. And yeah, they've like started it. to paint her more and more with her Doctor Harleen Quinzel, mm-hmm. which Quinzel. Don't eh. I'm in, and yeah. it's and Quinzel. You and your specified dialect even though she says pudding and you're gonna <laughs> her name is not quinzel <laughs> she's not a topping for a hot dog it depends on how i want to say it all right it's quinzel go fuck yourself <laughs> you are like caesar romero you have no respect batman as batman uh, from now on hell i'm gonna fucking nut you so hard the batman Ugh. God. <laughs> hey, I'm hitting all. I'm hitting all the proper consonants. All right. I hate this show. <laughs> <laughs> I put all this work into it, only to be mocked <laughs> by Joseph. You hit all the notes. I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> if you said Josek. Wrong. Not the proper letters. Joseph? Fine. Even if you went Josep. Uh, 
I'm, so what if I'm you cool said syllable? You might have you might have put the wrong emphasis on the the, the syllable, but it's it's the letters. That's not you that's, do you boo boo. That's not the, that's not the, the quote. I put the wrong emphasis on. Nope. Yeah. No, it's not. You put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. Why are we arguing about Love Guru? Who the fuck cares? I didn't watch Love Guru, so I don't. Wait, know. what is that movie? Wait, it's I not that. It's not Love Guru. It's 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 another Mike Myers movie. Maybe it is Love Guru. Who? It's a shitty Mike Myers movie. Is what that is. It has Gwyneth Paltrow in it? Who? Gwyneth Paltrow. Oh, you said. I'm sorry, Gwyneth. There you go. Tro. There you go. <laughs> now I got you. <laughs> you douche nozzle. <laughs> It's it's a douche nozzle. Thank you very much. This show's gonna slowly turn into me bitching at Joe about how he says things. Hey, the last two episodes have been. It seems to be the thing. Well, say things right, and I won't have to correct you. And I'm telling you that right is slightly arbitrary. (laughs) Don't be like one of the people to butcher the English language. Well, the English might say that we have already butchered it. We have butchered so, it. So, I mean, you know, we're we're fucking the American uh, English language is butchered already. I mean, it's 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 shit taken from all other languages. I mean, like <laughs> one of the words in our language is fiance, which is French. Well, a lot of our words are As French saying, like, based, they're Dutch based, they're German based. That's what I'm saying. Not even based. That's French. Yeah. That's no. not even like. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, oh, this word derived from this. This is like, uh, oh, I, we took that French I word. I can't remember and exactly it now. what it was I was looking at the other day. Image. Deja vu? No. Why would you just jump to deja vu like that? Because <laughs> it's the Who just jumps to, de- <laughs> to Vujade like that? Um. I love that. You remember that uh, George Carlin quote or joke? He's like, "You ever have that? You ever have that? Uh, not deja vu, that uh, vujade, the feeling that none of this has ever happened ever before." Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good fella. He wasn't good fellas. <laughs> hey, this show's going off the rails. Who put rails here? <laughs> what are they doing here? They don't belong here. Get that out of here. What were we talking about? <laughs> that's that's see, it always ties in. Ties in. It <laughs> always ties There's in. Always the perfect we, segue. We throw the tagline in. We can always segue back <laughs> to just, where we came from. You called the title of the podcast a tagline. <laughs> no, the tagline is yet another. We're podcast. using it as a tagline. Within Should I replace the in the word bubble? Not yet another podcast is what were we talking about again? Like <laughs> I, I'm okay with that. If you you want to go that route, I'm not gonna argue that. Uh, hey, there's here's another weird thing that also relates to language. The word for a young pig. Uh, the word piglet only dates back to the mid-1800s. Before then, a young pig would be called a hogling, a porkette, a hogbabe, or a gruntling. I like gruntling. The gruntling. That's my favorite. <laughs> I'm glad you picked a favorite out of that. 
Gruntling. Gruntling was the way to go. <laughs> that is. That is the correct choice. <laughs> that is correct. Oh my gosh. Here, advertising for your oral plaza. <laughs> Recently, I got the comic book called The Freeze. It's volume one is a trade paperback. It follows uh, the character Ray, the only man in the world to not be frozen by some sort of mysterious global event. It also appears that he has the power to unfreeze anybody. So he has to figure out what has happened and who deserves to be saved. And I got this actually at Man Cave Comics and Collectibles in Shelbyville. And as a matter of fact, Tim, the owner of Man Cave Comics and Collectibles, is in charge of my pool list. You know, that's everything from uh, the Leviathan event, uh, Last Night on Earth, uh, any of the Batman comics, Flash, all of my pool list, which has, uh, he alone has gotten me to the collection that I am at today, which is running near 2,500 comic books. Always a great guy, always willing to work with me, and will find you whatever comic book you really need. Uh, and he will do everything he possibly can. He's got everything from rare comics to uh, rare collectibles, fun little toys, uh, retro games, and retro systems. Absolutely a treat every single time. I go in there so I highly recommend it so this isn't just a plug for the sake of a plug this is a plug for a really great shop so if you are ever in Shelbyville go to 1310 South Miller Avenue Shelbyville Indiana 46176 or you can find him on Facebook it's Man Cave Comics and Collectibles the collectibles is spelled with an A you can also find him on eBay so go check him out get your comic book on now back to Jake and Joe on this hill I die hey What's up? Hey. How's you doing? What's up? How, 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 how do we fix DC? <laughs> what can we do to make, well, why, why can't Warner Brothers get there? Let's, uh, let's be fair though. No, they're, they're on their fuck way. Fuck them. To, okay. Well, fine. Fuck them then. Debate. Fuck them versus let's give them their. <laughs> All right. That's the. On this hill I die. <laughs> fuck them to death. Up their stupid asses. Up their stupid asses. Uh, fuck Jane Silent Bob. Fuck them up their <laughs> stupid asses. Uh, no. Ure- urethral swizzle stick. All right. That's how we're doing this. All right. Going hardcore, heavy-handed. To be fair, they've already they've done. We're gonna go heavy-handed, just like their plot. (laughs) No, all right, fair enough. Uh, They've done quite a bit of course correction. uh, With they have, you haven't watched a lot of the movies though, and they're part of the downhill explosions. What? (laughs) Are you having a stroke? I mean, it might be. There's no, part of down. I mean, explosions. I don't think the last one that's actually been like well critiqued and reviewed was Wonder Woman. Aquaman. It got high box office groups, but it, it was also generally uh, it well, was reviewed the, favorably, favorably from the audience. But like the critics were kind of critics were still pretty good on it. Uh, I thought they were a little lower. Anyways. I saw a lot of criticism about that it was kind of enjoyable in the, like, action kind of, mm-hmm. hey, this is entertaining to look at. Like an action adventure Plot movie. substance was kind of... Yeah, I mean, yeah, but I mean... Which, again... That's, that's what I'm coming here for. That's part of the course correction, though. They're they're <laughs> on their way. Their, their tone was, was way, way off. But I feel like... I feel like that, even 
because it touches the rest of it, it's it's all contaminated at this point. Wipe the slate clean. New so actors. Woman, though. Huh? So would Wonder Woman be? Yeah, go ahead and just get rid of her too. All Don't of do that. Destroy all of it. It won't. Start anyways, over. because that's the most successful thing. Start it all over. So okay, what is your plan? What 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 is your idea? I say they scrap all the connected universe. They continue to do one shot stories for the foreseeable future. If they decide to do individual franchises with those one shot characters. You know, you can make the universe referencing things, but they don't have to be specifically involved. Like, do your Joker movie with, uh, was it Todd Phillips? Mm-hmm. Does it? Joaquin Phoenix. Been getting a lot of praise. You get look at you. All right, you look at that kind of movie. You look at Nolan, who is known for not really the big budget kind of action movie. He was known for doing more psychological thriller kind of concepts you brought him in i mean tim burton even was not really that kind of genre of a guy he was done done more like darker artsy avant-garde type work and they brought him into batman and it worked all right i think those kind of voices lend themselves better to dc with individual tones for individual characters I don't need them all to have the nice shiny sheen that Marvel does and puts on everybody to where they all can work together and it all matches the <laughs> the tone. I just I, I think those movies, especially like Batman, definitely lends itself to interpretation by like those kind of people to me. Like Martin Scorsese's known for being pretty you know, producing directing great things. <laughs> You There's put, also you, you, him, you would have to also be very careful who you give control to. Yeah, because yeah. like they were initially when they were doing Batman, it was Batman Year One. It was mm-hmm. going to be Darren Aronofsky, mm-hmm. which is not somebody who should touch the no, Batman. No, ever. I mean you can't just throw it to anyone. Like oh he 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 got nominated for some <laughs> awards. Give him it. <laughs> you might get a very interesting movie though. <laughs> I mean oh it, yeah no there's no doubt it would be interesting. To, to me I I find. Th- those to be the ones that are more interesting like again like nolan reinterpreted that whole layout for the that the whole superhero genre to where everyone tried to emulate him to negative effects yeah but because he looked at it in a realistic more gritty way it was it changed the whole layout it seems like scorsese not necessarily look at earl todd phillips is looking at it in a gritty way, but he's reimagining it as like, all right, this doesn't have to tie into anything else. It doesn't have to play by any specific rules because all these characters, they've been around 80 years because they're archetypes. Yeah. They work. There's a reason they work. They reason they work, but I mean, you can play with the land in which they exist because how many writers have you had? How many artists have you had? And they all do their own interpretation, but it works as that character because they keep the root of what that archetype is for that character. Yes, Bruce Wayne is this billionaire loner. Uh, he's paranoid and he's, you know, someone who's putting up a hard exterior because he's wounded and scared to be hurt again. Yeah, that's that character. Yes, he puts on a bat suit and he fights people and he's a detective. But that's the core of, you know, you keep those four or five things, you can put him in any detective story 
any situation, any city against any kind of villain. But you keep that core of like him dealing with his personal tragedy and trying to keep this facade. But he's also scared because he doesn't want to be hurt or lend himself out too far. I mean, even with the Robins and stuff, he always was, here's my hard exterior. You're never really going to know the real me. You're never going to get, I'm never going to let you get too close because you might die like my parents and that kind of situation. You keep those cores of the character. You've got a good character. You take the Joker, you make him someone who is pointing out the flaws of society, which is the jester or comedian archetype. You keep that. You can put him anywhere and make it work. The problem is when they completely betray the core of that character, you're going to get a shitty movie. <laughs> if yeah. you get a, per- a director that's going to understand that and be able to use it well, it works. Now, see, my idea is not to be so wasteful with all of Warner Brothers' money. Throw it all away. Uh, well, that's what I'm saying. You can do each of these movies. No, I'm saying keep Aquaman. Keep the things that work. The things that work, Wonder Woman for sure. Hmm. Keep Gal. You shut up. Shut <laughs> up. Gal Gadot works. Godot. Uh, I use on the planet. <laughs> we were talking about a, a language. I gotta, I gotta throw it out there. All right. Anyways, <laughs> Gal Gadot. Uh, <laughs> the fucking T in it. She, she works wonderfully as Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. That was an incident, accidental pun. Uh, and the movie, as I said, wonderful. wonderful. Yeah, but I was just wondering whether it was a pun. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> I didn't see that. Don't be pedantic. Or shallow and pedantic. Uh, anyways. You threw me off, you son of a bitch. I didn't see anything. <laughs> Uh, anyways uh, no because Wonder Woman was a great comic book movie and the best comic book movie DC has ever made I'd argue the only comic book movie they've ever made of this current nope DC nope nope because I mean I would feel that most people would argue with the the Superman original with Christopher Reeves just never really felt like comic book movies though I mean if you read the early like 50s oh how often did he fight real estate occasionally (laughs) (laughs) that's my problem they they didn't it's not their fault they didn't have like the budget they couldn't do what they most of the thing we talk about like with Wonder Woman where people felt it was more comic book really was that it had uh, an uplifting message and a kind of um, I mean visually it looked like a comic book to me (sighs) yeah that's splash pages. I didn't. I don't know. I didn't hate Wonder Woman, but I didn't. I didn't like it as much as everyone else seemed to. How come? It's it's kind of hard for me to pin down. One, I didn't really care for uh, Ares um, at all. Yeah. Um, I, 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 yeah. No, I'm with you on that one. Um, I don't mind the actor either. Like the no, actor's fine. He's a fine actor. I don't like him in that role, and I don't like the way they animated him. And that whole fight was kind of. Mm, it was uh, too Zack Snydery. Yeah. Because um, that's that, that's where that movie fell apart. Yeah. Was because it was like it was like okay good oh they're stepping away from this the Zack Snyder like they're they kept sort of like the same. Tone, well, tone, but it, then like it got I to think the where end. I think where it fell apart to me was like 
the initial argument of the entire movie is that she's coming here to try to take on um, and help it will take on Ares as in order because she finds that humans, she believes humans are inherently good. Mm-hmm. And part of the message she learns is that humans are capable of causing war and violence amongst themselves, which Ares tries to teach to her. But instead of any of that, you end up finding that, oh, but Ares is part of the problem. And so she has to kill him anyways. So it felt really flat on the message to me that part of it was like, she knows that they're bad, but she's going to love them and try to help guide them anyways. But part of their evil was, was because Ares was... That also it's felt just, very comic book to me. That's why I enjoyed that so much. You're reading the wrong comic books. <laughs> I'm not. I'm reading the source material. No, and I, I just... I felt too like there's more writers there was, than gaming. There was no, I read a lot more. <laughs> um, but no, I, I read some some Justice League superhero type stuff. But um, usually ends up being Batman if I read any superhero stuff. Um, but anyways, so and then it had kind of that female empowerment message in that. She was pretty much the only female on the battlefield, mm-hmm. um, and all the guys were kind of looking up to her, but the fact that they kind of threw in this uh, love story kind of, eh, I just don't feel like it needed to be there. I mean, it's nice that she, I guess, found some connection with humans, but... Steve Trevor's always been a part of her life yeah. the same way that the same way that Alfred's been a part of uh, No, Batman. I'm not saying you, you keep Steve Trevor, Trevor out, I just... I think it. She didn't need a romantic plotline of either having that archetype of like the bumbling man who she shows up and oh look how you know he's not. Which I mean, he saves some things in the end with his uh, sacrifice. All the things, but uh, I don't know. It just uh, I I I feel like for a um character that is of female empowerment kind of idea I would have liked to see the Amazons have joined in like she went and got like the entire Amazons to come in and like fight in some way Um, one of the critics that I heard that makes sense to me is that part of the whole idea with uh, Themyscira is that it's technologically way more advanced and that's why she has like the invisible jet and things like that and they didn't have any of that situation they were still fighting with swords and bows and arrows and things like that to where um yeah i'm not sure how they're gonna reconcile that one of the kind of arguments was that like well one of the points of this was that it's supposed to be that women on their own were uh able to create a vastly superior you know scientific culture and they were physically strong all, all this kind of stuff but if you have them kind of stuck in like ancient greece they don't really progress at all in well, that way. I mean, they're still I mean, I understand. better warriors than any man. Yeah, but they also get shot when there's a lot of rifles around. <laughs> um, but to be fair, only one of them got shot. But I just, I don't know. It just, it didn't hit. Like a lot of people talk about how inspiring the uh, her stepping over the, the line. No man's land. No man's land. And it just, I don't know. It didn't quite move me in that way. I don't think it was supposed to move you. Well, I mean, they're they're saying it's inspiring. It's an eventful. Mo- it, they move you, move me. Yeah, 
as a person yeah no i mean like, as, i think really not i wasn't the audience yeah i, I and i'm and not saying that like to no. be a smart ass I'm no saying, no like, the same way like uh and that, that could be fine i mean and i'm just saying like i didn't find it as a, a horrible movie by no means but it just it didn't uh it didn't mesh with me in the way that i would have I guess liked. So expected to. when I watched it, first watched it in theaters, see this, it meant a lot more to me uh, about than the female empowerment and what it meant for that. It was more uh, for me like, oh, DC finally made a comic book movie because yeah. they haven't ever. I mean, yeah, you can probably say uh, the the you know uh, Donner Superman movies, but I mean, but even then, they didn't feel like comic books. I don't know. Like when I think of like Tim Burton's initial Batman movie, it reminds me really heavily of like the Batman animated series, which in the the style and the weird like you know the aesthetics he put into the okay the work aesthetically. Like but even then, it like even the shots were weren't framed, you know, to look good. There was no spectacle. Really, in in any of those movies, Joker's flying down in a parade. <laughs> what kind of spectacle you look? No, <laughs> something more than that, and a less killy Batman. Um, Batman's always killy. His, his rule is he won't pick up the gun. He'll knife your ass. Yeah, he is a little murdery. <laughs> he's a lot more murdery than we. We keep having this like conversation of like Batman doesn't kill people. Except for when he does. Except for the people he kills. Uh, but no, I mean, like, I don't know. The Bert, I have a lot of problems with Burton's movies. And the, the Burton-verse. Yeah. Um, Burton-verse. <laughs> That's a fun phrase. The, Burton-verse. I like the Burton-verse because it includes, you know, Batman, Batman Returns, Forever, and, yeah. uh, and Robin. Yeah, well, he didn't do He those. didn't do it, but they yeah. were part of the Burton-verse. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. No, not, you suppose. no were. I know. It's just, I hate to throw his name on something he never worked on. He was a producer on them. Yeah. What do you say? <laughs> All right. <laughs> Admit <laughs> defeat. Fine. <laughs> I, I give sole credit to Joel Schumacher on those. Don't give it to him. Give it to Warner Brothers. Yeah. That's he it. did what he was paid to do. They I wanted really, a toy commercial. He gave them a toy commercial. I really like these nipples. Um, I understand what he was trying to do. Like, everybody hangs I, up on those. I like, know. It's just a, it's a... It is a really weird aesthetic to put on those costumes. It's it's a point that everyone pokes at, so I'm throwing it out there. But, like, every time I'm like, I mean, I you gotta know what he was trying to do. Like, he wouldn't just like, I like nipples. Let's put <laughs> nipples on things. That's not what he was doing. All the nipples. Give him nine nipples, one on each ab. It's like, oh God. <laughs> sir, sir, please calm it down. Please, no. Show me your nipples more. Oh, oh he's a good director, actually, but whatever. Um. Anyways, no, because like, the scene, the the no man's land scene was huge for me, but like, um, there was the scene when she was saving the village, mm-hmm. that felt like straight out of a comic book, and that was so awesome. And then we got like the really super CG fight at the very end. I wasn't really happy with that, mm-hmm. except for I did I did tear up a little bit during that when she's saving that, and I did tear up whenever uh, Steve Trevor sacrificed mm-hmm. himself. 
You just, invest in these characters way more than I do. <laughs> yeah, you don't have like any heart in you. Uh, but no, it was. Uh, yeah, I like to get lost in movies. I do too. It's, no, you it don't. Doesn't, otherwise, that, you would. Those don't pull me in in that way. <laughs> oh my god! It's gotta be good. So yeah. what's this debate about? What are we doing? <laughs> So I think DC. This is like legitimately just turned into us. Let's talk about the other DC movies. You know, like DC, to me, I think they they really should focus on individual uh, characters and building those stories. And if they have franchises, like they do three or four Batman movies, like one director wants to do a trilogy. Cool. This guy wants to do a trilogy. Cool. They need to, if they're gonna do a team up movie like you're suggesting they should I did not suggest that you said that they should keep a connected universe connected universe I didn't say a team alright alright yeah yeah. if they're gonna do a connected universe in some way I feel that they need to do it where they build up each of the individual characters in a better and slower paced manner to where we can yeah to where we can actually maybe give a fuck about the character before you jump 50 characters and try to give them all the exposition of who they are and what they're about in one movie. Now this is, see, this is what, which I, was I, the suicide squad problem. I do remember. I do remember where I was going. I was saying, keep the character, keep wonder woman, yeah. keep Aquaman, no matter whether people liked it or not, it still worked. Okay. Uh, keep Shazam. It still worked. Excuse me. Um, reintroduce a new Superman. If you really, really want to, because they're already going to do... The Batman's going to be based in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Uh, they could reintroduce a Superman in the 90s or early 2000s, something like that. They could do that. Yeah, um, but then where is Justice... Like, you're just going to ride out Justice League and Batman v Superman? Yep. Ignore it. Okay. It's, I mean, not, it's just about... I mean, it's, I'm not going to ignore it. You, you use the uh, same thing as like they've done with Bond for years and years and years. Same continuity different actors they just ignore it and move on nobody bats an eye they're looking forward to whoever's going to play the next character yeah but that's one main character and the whole cast has changed as well for the most part uh and they retconned stuff in the bond movies too well yeah bond's not working off like you can change bond he's the main character Mm -hmm. i'm only saying change two characters yeah but when (laughs) How many people freaked out just because Dumbledore was a different actor? <laughs> like, because of what? Dumbledore being a different actor, like, and the guy died, like, and people were like this, I this ruins it for yeah, me. Okay, but you can't let like fandoms <laughs> control everything. No, I just because like, did, did you hear about the pe- the people that were like petitioning to have uh, uh, Last Jedi remade? Yeah, and they started a GoFundMe. Yeah, you know how much money they had pledged. Plenty. Yeah. $400 million. Yeah. Fuck off all them people because they're idiots. You can't let fandoms control stuff because they had stupid ideas for their little remake anyways. It was nothing but a, it was nothing but fan service the movie. You can't <laughs> let them control it. You have what you can do. Keep the things at work. Introduce. I know. It's just what bothers me is it's introducing, already. Introducing it's, like ba- the Batman It's already in the 90s. built as a connected universe. And it was already shot to be a connected universe, and it was already set up in this pan. And if that didn't pan out, you're all connected. You they all just, fall in the dominant but line. They just don't ever mention it again. 
That's all I have to do is never mention it again. But even then, I do think they need to lean heavy into what they're doing with the Joker. Not necessarily. I'm all about having like if they keep them separate with like DC Black Label and yeah. DC Extended Universe. Uh, Let's do that, but lean heavy because what Warner Brothers can what what they have the benefit of is they're not owned by Disney. Yeah, they don't really, and Disney doesn't have to be PG or PG thirteen. Yeah. They can be R if they really want to. Um, Warner Brothers can be R, and I'm not. Yeah. Let's not. You don't have to sit there and throw the you know fuck in every other word. You don't have to have sex scenes or a bunch of gore, but you can lean heavy into the darker side because DC's always been viewed as the darker, uh, as being darker than the uh, the Marvel. Yeah. So lean heavy into that. Well, that's what, what I'm saying is like you can do, and joke. definitely keep de- yeah. keep separate. Don't have like Zack Snyder run the whole thing. Yeah, have you don't need a showrunner. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like you could do you can do Joker as an R-rated movie. You can do Batman as an R-rated movie, which they should be. You can do Superman as a PG-13 absolutely movie because that's what it should be. Wonder Woman well, PG-13, Aquaman PG-13. Actually, honestly, most of, most of DC could be PG thirteen. Batman is probably the only one that really Batman falls in that should category. be. And I mean, like the question could be uh, be or uh, be yeah, rated I R. Doubtful. We'll go question I, yeah. anytime soon. Most likely, like, that would be a TV show. Green Lantern could be interesting as a, an R rated or was like, that a piratey R? Well, like to be interesting as an R. If you got someone like the Red Lanterns or something where they're vomiting blood, and you know what? Like, you're right. You, know, yeah. you could do some cool stuff with that. Um, but that would be really interesting rated R movie Greenland and again it's not saying like you have to have like disembodiment or disembowelment or whatever you know you could really lean heavily into the fact that he's a force for the you know a galactic police force and really like show like a devastation of like a, a city being burnt in the way that like Game of Thrones the city was burned we had to watch you know all these children die and stuff and he has to come fight that villain who caused that kind of thing so who else in the DC universe do you think would work as an R rating as an R rated uh, R rating R rated I got it Spongebob me this boy is, this is how they saved the DC universe for WB just make them all pirates. I'm kind of down for it. Aquaman it. leans the ship. <laughs> they get the the pirate Batman when he gets thrown back in time. You do a whole thing. Oh, that's what I'm saying. They're all thrown back in time. Yeah. No. Like it's not no, just... right now. They, they take on Somalia. <laughs> uh, all right. Now you're just getting ridiculous. Oh, fine. Um, oh, fine. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I, honestly, but, no, I, just, I think... I think each of these characters, respectively, need their own. They have their own rules and their own setup in which the the um, look and feel of the comic book artwork or the film have a different take on it. Batman, the reason why people talk about it, Gotham should look like the city in seven. It should be that kind of setup. It should be a detective story. Constantly raining for some reason. Constantly raining. They should be going. To, he should be going to crime scenes where horrible things have been committed and trying to find. You're absolutely and then once right. he gets him, he punches him in the fucking face. To be perfectly honest, Batman would probably work best as an HBO show. Yeah, I mean. As an maybe. episodic, like 10 episode season. And then, you know, with when you go to something like Superman, it should be shot in a 
crisp, clean, digital. It should be bright. It should be uh, hope-filled. It should be looking at the uh, positive of humanity and him fighting for that. Yeah, you can have the big fight. But yeah, the, and like Wonder Woman, also, you can go those routes. That works well with that. Flash, probably somewhere in the middle. Cyborg, somewhere in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, Green Lantern, I think could be cool as an R-rated thing. Yeah. Um, but I think each of those, you should let individual directors and things like that have the freedom to open it up and do their own And see, and setup. I agree with that. Because I, when you've got, I mean, yes, Marvel has let, you know, let, like, you know, you got Taika Waititi doing Thor Ragnarok. That's not what they had planned for a third Thor film. And he was able I to, don't know. They actually planned a, yeah, Thor, a third Thor but movie. They were, he was able to put his, but it all still has to fit within the aesthetic. It has to fit within the story structure of what happens in the overall theme. And I don't think DC should lend itself to that kind of constriction uh, for the writers or the, or it the directors. Could. It, I mean, but you need, but you would need a Kevin Feige yeah, you, to help because that's the reason it works so and well. They, Marvel they tried to do it with Snyder and Snyder is, is he has he, one tone and that's it. He's yeah. And he's, you, you honestly, you don't need a director no. to control it. You need a producer. Yeah. And preferably somebody who's a fan. I, honestly, I would say somebody like Jim Lee, yeah, I or mean, Scott Snyder, or somebody yeah. from the DC yeah. comic book. Um, yeah, I mean, I just I don't think that if you don't have that proper vision of someone who is a Zack Snyder does really well with visuals and putting together pacing of visuals. But other that's really than, something you nobody know, gives him credit yeah, for. I think. He does that very well. He can look at a visual scene and tell a story visually. He can tell a comic he, book movie. Yeah, visually, but he cannot, he's not good with dialogue. He cannot write a story to save his life. But yeah, I mean, bring somebody from the comic book world and they can control the... Yeah, bring the guy who has your uh, last name yeah. in to write some shit since he's one of the Who's main... Some people mistakenly think might be yeah, your brother. He's one of the main voices in DC Comics right now. Bring a dude in who can tell a DC story. Uh, oh, um, but I, For and I, fuck's I, sake. And I do agree with you, it should be, you know... Basically, like, uh, you know, Todd Phillips controls, you know, this movie. This is his movie, and that's it. And you can get, if you if you can get somebody to control the tone, you can make them all match somewhat. But let them have their freedom. That's what Warner Brothers is best at, letting people yeah. have the freedom to express themselves just, creatively. Yeah. Like, I don't think the Justice League needs to be a thing, in my opinion. Uh, like in film, I don't care to see that. Yeah. Uh, like, I, if you're gonna do a franchise, do the Bat Family. Yeah. If you're gonna do, <laughs> uh, you know, Superman, then you can do a whole situation. Eh, situation of like Lobo. You can do Supergirl. You can do Supergirl. Crypto the Super Dog for fuck's sake. He's uh, gonna be in Titans this year. <laughs> but you know, you could bring in. You could do the. Uh, um, yeah, Teen Titans, and if you want to bring you know some of the younger actors that might be in the Bat Family or so, but I don't need to see these very drastically different stylized individual stories be brought together where they're all watered down in a way that doesn't make them quite work out well. How does it work on the comic books though? Because they are changed. I mean, like I said, with Batman in Justice League, he's much more fighting robots and helping fight aliens and stuff that you don't see him do the same kind of 
it doesn't have the same tone. It doesn't have the same style as Now, they could do... Gotham. Um, I mean, like, you could have, like... He's up on the watchtower and shit. Like, you, you could have the Flash cameo in a Batman movie or something like that. You don't... Yeah. I'm not saying... I, again, yeah. I'm saying... I mean, you, you can have where they're, they they touch, They but cross paths every now and again. Again, it but also... Anytime you do that, though, if you it's not just a right reference... Character. You, well, I know, but I'm saying that if that actor is portrayed in another franchise at the same time of DC, if that one tanks and now taints the other, they touch each other, and it causes problems for fans a lot of the time to see actors that they don't like from this franchise pop up in a franchise they do like. And if you intertwine them in any way, it, it, they corrupt each other. If you if you make it work right, you can make it balance, and I think Marvel's done a good job of making them be able to push off each other well. But I don't. You can th- find the. I, I don't say, think DC you, has you the find same a distinct, different uh, uh, contrast to that because Incredible Hulk tanked. Yeah, I just well, I think though that like DC with the comics has initially always been. Uh, it had a, s- a separate set of writers. You had Bob Kane for Batman and Bill Finger, and you had, you know, you just had these separate people. Whereas Marvel had a unifying voice in Stan Lee and like Kirby that set up all of these people and made it that that kind of world building where they're all in the normal world. You had a, a unifying voice yeah. already within Marvel Comics. You didn't have that originally with. DC to my knowledge and I think that let them all to kind of do their separate thing and then they tried to tie them up you know which it wasn't super long after you know it was just a society of America uh, came to be but it just uh, I think that was always the the watered down uh, version for hey kids <laughs> you know they're G.I. Joe the more you know, all us <laughs> superheroes that are all in these comic book stories. We're all super friends. We all, we're all super friends and we wouldn't smoke, but it's not necessarily, you know, the Batman you see <laughs> dealing with uh, Crime Alley and his parents <laughs> getting shot. Batman could probably, know, he could probably use a good, you know, joint to, <laughs> yeah, to chill out of it. I'm going to, sh- my, one of my enemies shoots steroids and steroids are bad. <laughs> um, Bane, no. <laughs> don't do Venom, kids. But yeah, just you just know, kids I think rather looking. I think the Venom. Justice League was initially set up more as a you know cash grab. Yeah. Let me put all these characters together. Whereas I feel like Avengers was set up where they kind of built off each other better. Um, but a lot of the stuff in the in the newer versions of Justice League, yeah, there's work a, really well yeah. in a darker universe to a certain extent. I but mean, again, it would it would also not you, be you always fall into the same problems. Whereas like the Avengers kind of works too, because even though like none of the characters besides like you know Hawkeye, which he's kind of a butt of a joke, aren't so um, drastically powered differently to where the, they can't benefit. Like if you have the Hulk versus Black Widow, uh, not Black Widow, but uh, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, that could go one way or the other. You have Hulk versus Cap, could kind of you know. Yeah. I mean, Hulk's obviously more powerful, but 
Cap can get away. Cap can use his shield. Thor versus, you know, they can work around. I mean, you got Black Widow and Hawkeye, which are essentially human, but they've got tasers and bombs. Very highly skilled in there. Highly skilled, very agile. They can, you know, at least escape for the most part. You've got Superman in there with Wonder Woman. That's pretty much all you need for a team. Like Flash, all right, you can run fast. Well, he can fly as fast as you. But you also just said that um about superman not not wanting to learn uh yeah well, i'm say, saying and though, you also need the detective skills yeah to figure out but stuff. when you have a dude that can look through walls and read your heartbeat and see a fiber of hair but you also would need somebody to point him in the right direction yeah but if you use the genius version of him which this kind of gets thrown out when it's used when it's needed for their story he he has all those talent. You have Wonder Woman who has more strategy skills maybe than him. But he's also not as skilled as Batman. Yeah. They I, all work. I, I know. The, the Trinity work together very well. They 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 can work to benefit and and help them. Obviously another another mind can add something to the equation. I just feel like all of those and Flash is good for stealth. Yeah, but Superman can move essentially not as fast as Flash, but as fast as needed to appear and disappear where we wouldn't see him. But he can't phase through walls. He doesn't need to. <laughs> but he can. He can just flick a finger and break through the wall. Well, that's what I'm saying. For stealth. He doesn't need the stealth. He'll just punch through your heart. Um, but no, I just, I, I don't feel like, like, I don't need cyborg. Like, no, I need cyborg. What, what are you doing here? Besides Hacking tech, we stuff. could have a I tech. Do it. We need a tech genius. All right. Put Batman's money onto it, and we'll but you can also argue the same thing for a lot of the stuff. You, you have Thor, I, yeah. You have I, I know. I just feel like I feel like Thor. I feel like uh, Black. All the all these characters for the most part are not as well known. Like Iron Man wasn't well known before the series started. No. You had, uh, I mean, Hulk was known, but but what Thor well Thor was not a character in Marvel I really knew about, like that much i didn't know much about uh i never heard of even hawkeye or black widow i don't feel like but even Um, even in the continuity of the movies they don't need to be a team well they can do their but those stories are stylistically should be different like well thor is a sci-fi fantasy adventure uh hawkeye when he becomes ronin you see it's a guy fighting these crime bosses on they're at different levels, um, but it works well because they're all not all well known. Like Guardians of the Galaxy, no one no one knew who the fuck those people were, and so they were able to play with that and make it work within the, the style. If you take characters like Superman, everyone knows who the fuck Superman is, and they're gonna know what they need to expect from Superman. If you tweak that in any way, they don't have to tweak it well. though. That's what I'm saying. They're going the, to- Justice League works well together. They complement each other's, depending on what members you have in there, yeah. uh, they work well together. Uh, and again, I'm not even saying that they need to make a Justice League movie. I'm just saying keep the universe connected. Yeah, they can mention, you know, hey, Metropolis over there, or Keystone City. Yeah, or, that's, I mean, you, you know, know, but you could say those things. But yeah, I just don't want to, I don't, I don't need Flash popping in to my Batman story. <laughs> no, I just, or I think, they could do something like the Rebirth. Like I said, I think 
well, that's what I'm saying. You wipe the slate clean. That's that's fine for me. I mean, you might take those same actors and have them I mean, reprise the role. As I say, tweak tweak the uh, yeah. the rework story, and you yeah. would have uh, you could still have Gal Gadot. Uh, yeah. Uh, play uh, Wonder Woman, and you could still have Jason Momoa play Aquaman. Yeah, and he's not have to. Zach Levy, Zachary Levy, Levi? Zachary Levi, yeah, whatever. Levy. Um, yeah, you could have them be Shazam, and then you could redo it in a way to where the previous incarnation doesn't happen, but you know their story already enough to where you could say, like, insinuate that maybe some of it happened. Yeah. Um, just so you know how that character got to be and then there. That would be that would be fine if you're going to continue the story, but yeah, you need to wipe the story in some way and. If they do that with the the Flash movie, that could work, and they do. That's the, where they would have to do it. I think. Yeah, I mean, even if, they, if whether they did Flashpoint or they did Rebirth, it would have to be in the Flash movie. Uh, but they would have to. Uh, um, yeah, they could keep these same actors, but again, like you said, just kind of insinuate yeah. instead of saying that way. Like, you don't have to retell the same story. Yeah, you but, remember that time whenever you died, Superman? No, don't you know? You yeah, don't, you don't have to go that hard. Yeah, maybe, yeah. but you know, you don't have to go like. Uh, you know, she's like back on Themyscira and I don't have to have a 30 minute exposition exactly. of what Themyscira is. Um, you know, or, you know, her just saying I'm Diana Prince. And also oh, it'd cool. be fun yeah. because it would, they would, they would, they would then be leaning heavy into comic book land. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause like yeah. Marvel does obviously, yeah. but like this would be like straight out of a comic book. They're like, they're like, no, the history is different because we said so. Yeah. That can be fine. And I mean, <laughs> part of me probably wants this too, because I've got a little bit of comic book movie fatigue. So I'm, I'm down with like them doing like, I'm going to do a Joker movie. And then, you know, next year we might get a Batman. And then a oh, year yeah. or two later, no, I, I, totally, a, yeah. I get a Flash movie. On a personal like, level. Yeah. Yeah. I totally get Cause I do have a bit of the, don't get like, me wrong. I will literally go see any comic book, almost yeah. any comic movie they'll put out, but I will be irritated that yeah. it's coming out. And the thing is like, I feel like DC should differentiate themselves completely from what Marvel's doing and to do any of the, the, the group continuity in any way, uh, it, it plays too heavily on it. Like Marvel got there first. Don't, you don't have to emulate them even though they're making money. If you make a good movie, a solid single movie, it's going to do well and you're going to profit from it. And let's say 10 years down the road or even yeah, five years if down you, the road if you have, and it feels like, Okay. If you have some actors point. that are wanting to reoccur, you know, replay that role, redo it, they want to play that character for a long time. Like you talk, and just make sure the like, story naturally yeah, goes. You that talk way. to like Chris Hemsworth; he wants to play Thor. He likes that character. Yeah. Well, if you get some actors who want to he be, he literally might play that role until he's dead. Yeah. You just, you got to get the person that enjoys that role and is someone everyone kind of likes. And then if you get that person, hey, you want to sign a three year contract for this movie we're gonna do. Yep. Um, that's going to tie in with Superman a little bit or, you know, whatever. But I think that works well. But I think what is nice and could be better for DC is differentiate themselves. They don't have to have anything tied together. They do these separate stories. They do these individual, uh, well-manicured, more uh, uh, individually stylized and structured. And it gives diversity to the styles and the structures to where you don't have to have uh, every Marvel movie I go to, which is a selling point for a lot of the audience, but not so much for me. I know what I'm going to expect. I'm going to get some 
some laughs. I'm gonna get some laughs on some you know some little snide jokes and sarcastic dramatic. And then I'm gonna moments. get some some dramatic here. Hey, here's your feel push buttons. I'm gonna get the sound cues when the the battle's gonna happen. I'm gonna get you know a cameo from a couple people that I'm. Hey, I know that guy. <laughs> you're like, and then the you're playing in a reaction movie though. Yeah, yeah, but I mean. And I don't really go watch a lot of like just basic action movies either, for the most part. I mean, John Wick was interesting because it's different. Yeah. It's playing on some of the initial cues and vibes, but it's a different take on it. And it's done at a level that surpasses a lot of other you stuff. You should watch Equalizer. Um, <laughs> okay. And then uh, old Denzel. Um, old, old Denzel. All I need to see is Man on Fire, though. And it's, I'm good. God, that's a good. Movie. That's a good movie. Uh, puts a bomb up someone's ass and says, "Hey, <laughs> Can sounds these like questions? a good time." Yeah, I'm about to <laughs> wink, nudge, wink, wink. Uh, huh, huh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Uh, Monty Python. Um, but yeah, like I think those individual stories are a lot more would be a lot more entertaining, and would break up a little bit of my comic book fatigue where I'm interested to see what the Joker is. I'm interested to see what a detective Batman story exactly. is. Yeah, I'm with I'm, you on that. You know, I'm interested to see like, all right, put Wonder Woman in the future. Uh, tell me, uh, you know, tell me what that story is. I would be interested in seeing that just because I don't know what the fuck to expect with that. I always fear put, doing any sort know, of future movie. Yeah, you know, put, put me on a different planet than Earth with Green Lantern. You, you know, know what, though? Put me... I, those are, those I, are I didn't think about this until just now. This 1984 that Wonder Woman's mm-hmm. in is different from our 1984. Mm. Yeah, it's a different timeline. Because she killed Ares and yeah. seemingly stopped the war. Yeah, but I doubt they'll do that. I'm just curious. Maybe they do. I, I doubt they do because they're going to want to um, push all our nostalgia buttons with the 80s, just like Stranger Things is doing. And get our well, money. yeah. I mean, they're still going to be like, I'm not saying like, hey, look, it's Crystal Coke. Yeah, I'm not sure they're going to do like <laughs> drastically different, but yeah. like. Oh, look, they're referencing Crystal Pepsi, but they made it Coke because the timeline's different. <laughs> oh, you smart guys. See, it could work. <laughs> How they would sh- that licensing work? They should have. Yeah, I know, right? That'd be a nightmare. <laughs> they should change her into Rainbow Bright's costume, and then I'm sold. I'll get to photoshopping that. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just uh, tell me a story I haven't seen with a you know a director. That's who, one thing I have been drastically or desperately wanting for any comic book movie. It's like something I've not. What worked with Logan was it wasn't a basic action movie that tied in with the other movies. It was its own. Hey, we're gonna do a western, but it's gonna be Logan. Yep, it's gonna be Wolverine. Loosely, loosely, loosely based on Old Man Logan. Yeah. And so they're Loosely. they're taking some thing. They're taking the archetype of the character, which Wolverine is that gunslinger that's weary. That's I don't want to keep killing and fighting, but I'm the best at what I, I do. Yeah. And, yeah, that's that character. You keep that core of that character. He is shame. You can put him in an arc in a uh, uh, old western. You can put him in a sci-fi story. You could put him in the, but that is that character. Yep. You keep the core of that character. You're good. You can put him in any of these genres, any of these styles. Like I said, uh, you know, if you if you take like Hulk to Sakar in the story, he he he's still Hulk, <laughs> but you're telling me a story 
I haven't seen where it's Bruce Banner going like, you know, the Hulk being the Hulk's really rough. <laughs> Show me something different with the character. Show me a different aspect. I know who Superman is. That's one of the reasons I kind of was interested in Man of Steel initially was because it was a non, uh, which I mean, people didn't like it because it was gritty and the whole aftermath and him killing uh, Zod in the way he did. But the him going like, I'm an alien. Like, where do I fit here? Was more interesting to me. Like, what should I do with this power? Do I, should I do anything with these powers? My parents told me to kind of keep a secret, but I've got this power. I should help people. That kind of inner dialogue was kind of interesting to see for me, as opposed to like, I love humanity. I'm here for you. I, I, I know that Superman. I mean, yeah, he should get to become that Superman. And I would assume he's going to eventually, but seeing the initial, like, yeah, I don't know. But then he also, well, that's the thing, too, is that he's raised that way, though. Yeah. He doesn't, he, he didn't just become that way. He's raised no, that way as a kid. So, like, we don't see it because, I mean, there's not, there. I mean, there's actually quite a bit, but uh, that focus on him growing up. I, I just, I'm saying, like. They just shifted well, it to what, what interested me on it was, was that the reason why Logan was interesting, because it was a different take on it the reason why deadpool was interesting because it was a different take on the superhero genre it was self-aware and 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 satirical in that way it was deadpool yeah which it's it's something i hadn't seen before and that's, that's why the one thing i think i'm most excited about about this uh the fox disney merger yeah how they introduce them yeah it'll be interesting but yeah i mean like but after the first time like i enjoyed the second movie but yeah. I, I'm not looking forward to it. Like I'll it, I'll go watch it probably, but I'm not like. It was what's almost, Deadpool gonna be like in the third? It movie? was really like it was like oh this joke wore itself out. He's running the same notes and the same. Uh, I, I, give me fresh stuff. Yeah. There's so many different ways. Like and especially with Deadpool, there's tons of stories where like he's a little more like uh, serious and helpful to the other. Uh, you know superheroes and not just like a a pun machine for an entire which movie. he was actually very it's got, uh, a, it's got some emotional Deadpool scenes too yeah he's got some emotional scenes and stuff in it and it's a good movie but yeah it just uh i i know the cues so i move me on to something else put him in a different situation that's unlike the first two you know i but now and, we get that we'll we'll most likely get something so i different. just i like i like these individual stories where they keep the archetype that, but they play with it in a way that i haven't seen before yeah and that's what they kind of looked with joker arthur fleck i've never heard that fucking name you know oh he's got a mom what what's that about you know oh he's got a disease that makes him laugh okay like there's the there's the notes that i recognize but it's in a entirely different setup a different look it's you know we're giving him a burnt orange coat and you know it's just so that's just it's more appealing to me yeah. especially if i'm gonna keep watching these movies like i need to see something that brings me out of the the fugue just wait until you watch justice league <laughs> i can't wait we'll watch it together <laughs> I actually do want to go back and watch it again. Like, do I? Like, is it as bad as I remember? 
Like I'm positive it is. That does it for this episode of what were we talking about? (laughs) Just curious. That subscribe button on your way out. Go follow us on Twitter at the three WTA podcast, Instagram at three WTA podcast, and Facebook at OG three WTA podcast. You can also follow each of us on Twitter and Instagram. I'm the underscore bound underscore Phoenix on Instagram and at the three WTA pod underscore Joe on Twitter. I can be found at Motley underscore nerd on Instagram and at the three WTA pod underscore Jake on Twitter. If you have any questions, theories, or ideas you want to send our way, you can. Drop them directly on any of our social media. All you have to do is DM us, tag us, or just drop hashtag 3WTA podcast on any of your social media. So until next time, I'm Jake. I'm Joe. What are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs>